Content warning. Please note that this episode contains depictions of violence and trauma that some may find disturbing. Now back to the show. Are you struggling or feel lost in your thoughts with no way out? Then join us in taking control of your own mind before something or someone else will. I'm Jeremy, and with my wife and co-host Carrie, this is Surviving Your Mind. What is up, guys? Welcome back to SYM. I'm your host, Jeremy. Today, Carrie is out getting our daughter's hair done, so that's super exciting. We have a basketball banquet coming up soon. Today's going to be a short podcast, but I really, I really wanted to talk with you guys about goodbye letters. I wrote two goodbye letters, and it took me a while to be able to finish them. But it was after my incident in 2018, I found myself an impatient And part of the program that I had to do was I had to write two goodbye letters for the reason why I was in there. I was in there for alcohol, and I was in there for a suicide attempt. Before I get to the letters, though, alcohol. Alcohol has been a part of my life ever since growing up. And it still is a part of my life with family members, friends, other people that still drink. But when I first took my drink of alcohol, I was 12 years old. It's nasty. Didn't really like. But the whole point that I drank the alcohol at 12 years old was so I could go fight. And it makes it easier. And you forget. And you wake up the next day not feeling so horrible about what you did. That was a lie. It was all a lie. I woke up feeling horrible. Not because of what I did, but because I drank. So, as time went on, drinking alcohol, it was fun. It was a party. It was something to do. Then I really got into, as I got older, trying different types of alcohols. I would go to different breweries, different places with my dad, and we would try different dark beers. That was fun. Some tasted like shit and some tasted good, but hey, it was something to do, right? It was a bonding moment between me and my dad, and I jumped on it. As time went on, the funness, if that's even a word, started going away. It all started tasted bland. It all started tasting normal, like water. And it turned into something that I needed. I wanted. I had to have it. It was just, you know, every other weekend. Then it was every weekend. Then it started turning into every other day. Guys, I got to the point alcohol completely controlled my life. I was out of milk, and I would make a bowl of cereal with beer just so I could have cereal and beer. It worked. I ate it. I ate it like a champ. It tasted like cereal with water. <laughs> Anyways, we got we got into our new barracks in the military. And by this time, alcohol was just flooding through my veins. My body just every day, every day I had to drink. So we came up, me and this guy, we came up with this idea. Hey, we can still drink. We can still party, even though we got PT formation or we have ruck march tomorrow or field training, whatever it is. It didn't matter because we found a way. We found a way that we could still drink and show up to formation tomorrow and pass our breathalyzer test random or our piss test random. Guys, we started making frozen drinks, mixed drinks, but half of it was laxatives. We would pour laxatives in with our 
with our drinks that we were making. So we were partying, shitting, laughing, shitting, drinking, shitting, partying. But guess what? We showed up to formation the next day and we weren't even drunk. It worked. So from then on out, we drink laxatives and alcohol almost every single night. Sad. It's really, really sad. When I left the military, I was a single father. No friends. I was struggling. Alcohol became my best friend. That's all I knew. Alcohol was always there for me. Even though I terrorized my family, I was rude to people. I made fun of people. I pushed everyone away. Alcohol was still there for me. At the time, I didn't think alcohol was doing anything wrong for me. I thought alcohol was helping me. And everybody else was sabotaging me. But that alcohol started changing my mind. That alcohol started kicking my CPTSD into gear. Started having nightmares. Started having horrible flashbacks. No matter how much I drank, it wouldn't go away. The anger just kept getting worse and worse. Until it got to the point I was straight homicidal or suicidal. All these little signs building up to my incident in 2018 the amount of alcohol I was intaking. I'd easily drink a 12-pack a day, and then on the weekends, two cases. Still wake up, still go to work. Passing out by the dumpsters, though. I was punching holes in my walls. I was yelling at everybody. I was breaking glasses. It got to the point, guys, I started shooting my shotgun out the back of my master bedroom window, out into this open field. All these were signs. Signs leading up to... An immense amount of pain that was going on through my heart and my mind that I couldn't get rid of. I was trying all different ways and different things to make it stop. And it wouldn't. So I found myself in a seven-hour standoff, holding a 380 to my head and shooting a 12-gauge shotgun. I couldn't do it. I had the gun to the side of my head. I can still feel the heat from the barrel. I can still see the smoke. Close my eyes. The brightest light. So bright it was almost blinding. And I felt something move my hand. The gun moved away from my head and it fired right above my head. Something was there. Something was there. So since I couldn't do it, I tried to get the cops to do it. I started waving my laser on the 380. But everything ended peacefully. Everything ended the way that it was supposed to end. And it's taken me a while to figure out why. But this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This podcast. Helping others. Spreading the word. I'm going to read you these two letters that I wrote. They mean everything to me. It was when I was an inpatient. I had to write these two letters. And it took me almost four days to write these letters. I cried about it. I got mad about it. But ultimately... I just grabbed the pen and I started writing. Writing goodbye letters is a formal way to get rid of an addiction or a feeling or anything that you're wanting to get rid of. You don't have to share yours. You don't have to post yours. But I have been reading it over and over and over. And I've been holding on to it now for three years. I feel it's time to share. I'll start off with my goodbye letter to alcohol. Alcohol. I don't know how, honestly, how I have lived this long with you as my best friend. 
the feelings you have made me towards life, society, family, and friends. Those feelings of resentment, shame, and embarrassment to be my true self. The shame and guilt and embarrassment of my actions towards people, including my own loved ones. You have used me and controlled me my life, my actions, and emotions for the last time. I will not be controlled into a blackout rage anymore. I will not be controlled to put down my family, to embarrass my family, and myself. The loss I have succumbed to is unimaginable beyond my comprehension to believe I chose you to be my companion, my friend, and my scapegoat. I have lost money, friends, opportunities in my careers, promotions, but ultimately you took everything from me, and that is my kids, my time away from my wife, and ability to return home. You have taken my sanity and the ability to think straight and enjoy my time with my family and making memories that I want to be remembered by all. But instead, you have ripped me apart and made me believe you were right for me. But in actuality, what was right for me was right in front of me this whole time. My family. My feelings towards you is pure disgust, hatred, and that of a manipulator to make me believe you were my friend. I plan to continue my fight against you as I chose to start my fight at Oakwood Springs. My fight will continue in the real world with my family by my side. One team, one fight. I will no longer allow you to manipulate my life and to drag me with you into your dark depths of pure hell. I will attend my meetings. I will go to my counseling. I will do whatever it takes to rid you of my life. You have caused enough hurt, shame, embarrassment, and torment in my friends, loved ones, and myself. Don't come knocking on my door anymore. Because with the power of prayer and love and support of family, our door is permanently locked. Your worst enemy, Jeremy Munir, September 13th, 2018. Wow. That still gives me goosebumps. Still gives me goosebumps. The amount of alcohol that I've consumed in my whole entire life and everything that it became about me and that was what I was known for was alcohol and how much I drank and how much of a problem I was but not anymore not anymore part of drinking all that alcohol and fighting it you didn't think you were good enough you wanted the pain to stop but you didn't know how ultimately I resulted into suicide two different times in my life I tried this other letter is a goodbye letter to suicide. I love my life, and I love each and every one of y'all's lives. Before, I used to not be able to say that. I used to not be able to like myself, but here I am. Let's read this letter. In my 33 years on this earth alive, I have endured a tremendous amount of loss and pain. I have struggled over the years pushing my friends and loved ones away. I have isolated myself to the point of almost no return. I have lost many battles in my life within myself, causing me to think suicide was my only option. I tried once in 2009 with a razor, but it wasn't my time. Over the years, I kept spiraling downwards, pushing away any help, living in pure denial and oblivious to the pain I'm causing around me. 
This year I fell to my knees yet again from my addiction. I lost yet another battle to my blackout rage with no plan, but thinking it was my only option. I attempted suicide by cop. With the cold still from the barrel of my 380 pressed against my head, with just a squeeze that could end it all. A light. Something. Somewhere. Way down deep pulled the gun away from my head. My gleam of hope was short-lived and fired shots in the air and was determined in a seven and a half hour long standoff to have the cops complete my selfish act that I could not complete. Yet here I am again, alive. Is there a purpose for me out there? I believe so. What is it? I'm not sure. Maybe a plumber, a doctor, electrician, a volunteer, a speaker? Who knows? But I will spend my life trying to figure it out. For now, I dedicate my time and life for my immediate purpose. And that is my health, my sanity, and purpose to be alive right now with my family. To be the best friend, husband, dad, son, and brother I can. I will spend my life to make an amends of what trail of terror I have caused. No matter how much I hurt and shame or guilt I have, I am happy to be alive. To be have to share my story, to kiss my wife and hug and play with my kids. I have a light in my life that is outweighing my darkness and I feel good. I will never go down that path again. I am committed to life. I do feel alive. I am alive. Goodbye, suicide. Hello, life. It has just begun. Jeremy Munir, September 16th, 2018. Whew. Man. Guys, I want to thank you all for your love and your support. And if you guys are struggling and you don't know what to do with your addiction, with your mental health, shoot us a message. Try writing a letter. Do a brain dump. So write down everything that's going through your head. Try to prioritize it. There's so many ways that can help each other and not one way is best for everyone. But we got to keep trying. We can't give up. Keep pushing forward. Guys, you guys are amazing. And we can't thank you enough. And I hope this gives you a little bit of hope or motivation or a possible direction that you can possibly turn to or try. And if you do, shoot us a message on the website, survivingyourmind.com. Let us know. We'll talk about it on the show. We'll read your letter if you want to. But until then, guys, we have some amazing guests coming up soon. We're super excited. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I know it was short, but it was a very powerful, short message to the point that I hope you guys get. Until next time, guys, take care and remember, you are enough. Remember, life doesn't have a handbook. When you're made to feel you're living your life wrong, how do we not know they're living their life wrong? We don't. Stop being critical of yourself and just be you.